You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number 12, with the importance of your circle. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership, tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Me. Hello, She Leaders. It's Heather Simpson. I am so thankful, so grateful to have you here listening to the show. You know, I've been just really thinking about that a lot lately as we've had more and more listeners engaging, as we just keep spreading into more countries. I know that there is so much that pulls your time, your energy, your attention. And I just really want to thank you for making this an intentional part of your days, your weeks, however often that you listen. And I have just been filled with so much gratitude for the feedback that we've gotten, for the reviews and ratings that we've had. And I just wanted to share a couple of them with you, a couple that have really just solidified this journey and this mission that I am on with She Leads Me. And I just, I love hearing from you. So here, here's a review I want to, I want to read for you. Heather is a true leadership expert and has so much knowledge and wisdom to share. I have already learned so much from personally working with her and listening to her story in this podcast. So excited to see where it all leads and couldn't be more happy to listen. You guys, these things just really light me up. I am so thrilled that the message, the content, the interviews, that these things are making an impact in your life. And we really love hearing them. I'm going to read one more for you. I am loving this podcast and can't wait to hear what Heather has in store for her listeners and the She Leads Me community. Heather is a breath of fresh air for women looking to sharpen their leadership skills and pave their own path to success. She is full of such real life advice and thought provoking feedback that we can all apply to our own individual situations. So with that, I just, I would really encourage you. You're already in the app listening to me right now whether you're on iTunes or Google Podcasts or Stitcher, there are ways for you to leave us a review. And so I would really just ask that you would consider that. Leave us a rating, leave us a review. If you do so, we might read it on online on uh, the podcast. And we just are so grateful for that because you know what? It helps other women find us too. And that's why we've been receiving such a huge reach. It's because of you guys. It's because you've been sharing, you've been excited, And we're so thankful and grateful. So if you don't mind doing that, that helps us reach even more women. And we'd we'd love to spread and share the good word. I also wanted to remind you guys that if you are thinking about attending our She Leads Me Connections breakfast that is starting officially in January, 
now is the time to head on over to our website and get registered. We are 50% sold out so far. So if it's been on your to-do list, if you've been thinking about checking it out, now is the time to go register before it sells out. Our kickoff event did sell out. We did open it up to more people. It sold out again. And there were people that didn't get to make it because they didn't get to it in time. So I really would encourage you to head on over to sheleadsme.com slash connections to read about it, to ask us any questions. You can connect with us there and also register for the event. It's going to be a really great time. This group of women that's coming together, I'm really excited about. I am so thrilled for a different kind of networking group in our area where women can come together and make those true connections that they don't have to worry about being sold to, that they can just come get to know other women in our community and be there for each other, support each other, and just build a community of women lifting other women up. It's going to be amazing. And speaking of that, that's what we're talking about today. We are here to talk about today the importance of your circle. And so let's start with that question. Who is in your circle? There is that famous Jim Rohn quote that is, you are the compilation of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with. So who are those five people? Oftentimes they're going to be coworkers because many of us do spend time in a working environment with other people. Hopefully they're people that you really enjoy. Hopefully you work with a really team of awesome people. And then we also expand from there. Who's in our friend circles? Who's in our family? Who are we spending the most amount of our time with? And who is there for us? Who is a true cheerleader in our life? Who is there no matter what through the good times and the bad? They are there supporting you. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, man, I don't really have a lot of those people. It's time to listen, have this conversation, and find those people. And there are ways to do that. So I wanted to bring this conversation up because it seems to be a pretty trending topic in the discussions, at least, that I am having with clients, fellow female leaders, friends, family members. It just it just keeps coming up. And I think it's because of two reasons. Number one, it's the holidays. It's that time of year where we feel that like extra pressure or the obligations to spend time with extended family members or co-workers at holiday parties, friends that we've had for a million years and, and so on. And for some of you, this time of year gives you like that extra anxiety because you feel, again, that obligation to spend time with people that aren't your people. They make you feel completely bonkers. They push buttons that you've tried to bury deep down, but they find them. (laughs) They find those buttons and then they push away. The second reason that I think that this is coming up is because it's also the time of year. It's the end of the year. It is like those looming like New Year's resolutions causing you to reflect on your life and this year and what you're looking to change for the new year. And typically in our year, two times a year, we we have kind of this epiphany. One for New Year's and then the other one on our birthdays when we're like, hey, what if what am I doing with my life? Like, who am I spending time with? So I think that that's the cause and the reason. And I'm excited to get kind of into it today and dive pretty deep into it because it's really important. And it's hard. And let's just like be real about it. We oftentimes feel that we have to tolerate certain soul suckers in our life, right? 
whether it's that family member that just, we, we feel like, oh God, like I just, I, I can't get away from them. I have to, they're my family. Like, what do I do? Or a friendship that you've had just like for a really long time that maybe isn't even really a good friend to you. Maybe it's a one-sided friendship and it's just been there for so long you don't know how to get out of it. Or maybe it's a relationship that you're in that you have to ask yourself some pretty deep, sincere questions on how you navigate through your relationship to get to a better place for you and that person. And I want to tell you that when we feel like we have to tolerate certain things, you actually don't. You have the power to set boundaries, even if they're a coworker, even if they've been a friend for a really long time, even if they're a family member, even if they're a significant other. You have permission to free yourself from that negativity, that again, like I said, that soul sucking experience of those people. And there's right and wrong ways to do that. I'm not telling anybody right now to just go walk on out of their relationship or slam the door on somebody, whether they're a friend or a coworker or whatever. But you do have permission to intentionally set boundaries, intentionally tell people what you need and create the life and the circles that you want. And sometimes it's not the popular opinion or approach, right? This is a really hard conversation to have. I'm sure I will get comments and messages about this, (laughs) but you know what? It doesn't matter. I have lived through the bad relationships, the one-sided friendships, the family members that I really don't want to spend a lot of time with. And it takes a lot of courage to change that. It takes a lot of intentional planning to make it a different outcome for yourself. You are the one that has to live with your emotions and feelings, and you are the one that is building your life. So the the negative types of people that engage in those conversations, those one that are those like button pressures for you or you walk away feeling drained, oftentimes those types of people feed off of that negativity. They want to control the conversation with that. They're always kind of looking at the negative side of things. And we have to stay away from toxic people. They can consume us and overtake us with their negativity, narcissism, and bad vibes. I have this saying that I've said for a really long time now, and it's my vibe attracts my tribe. And that's an intentional vibe. I am creating an intentional tribe for myself. And finding a tribe can be easy. Finding your tribe can be very challenging. And so I want to walk through that a little bit. On the journey to surrounding yourself with the best of the best, you are on a path and a journey that is unique to you. And it is so important that you truly build the life that you want to build. When we're looking to set boundaries and get out of some sticky situations or some relationships that we feel that obligation for, I want to give you a couple of different thoughts. A really amazing, excellent, like 
outline to follow in communication um, is the think, feel, need model. And I use this in my life all the time. It doesn't matter if it's business, if it's personal, if it's with my kids. You walk through that process of sharing what you think, telling them how that makes you feel, and then communicating what you need. Too often, we just go straight to what we think or straight to what we feel, and we don't utilize the full trifecta. And when we use the full trifecta of those things, think, feel, and need, we are able to come to the table and come to the conversation, come to the relationship with not just irrational emotions. It takes thought, it takes skill, and a lot of practice to work in this space. But when we show up and we say, this is what I think, and then this is how that makes me feel, and this is what I need from you, it provides this full circle to the conversation where you don't leave any gaps. You don't leave any room for the guesswork. You come to them and you say these things and lay it out so clearly. And it it can take a few times, right? Because then the other person will maybe ask you some questions. It's, It's rare that we just nail it the first time, okay? So it's really important to know that. But with that practice, I think I feel and I need and having the person on the other side kind of follow that same pattern, it creates this new dynamic that in conflict, in conversation, in harder topics that we're talking about, we're able to actually gain some traction and get somewhere. And it's a really, really amazing tool. And I really encourage you guys to just kind of write that down and work with that. And it doesn't have to feel that robotic, right? It might at first, but you'll you'll start to get the hang of it and you'll see how amazing it can actually transform relationships. Again, with your kids, with your family members, with your significant other, with your friends, it really is a very transformative way of communication. I really encourage everybody to try that first. You need to be able to make sure that you're giving these people the benefit of the doubt. So if you've never told your Aunt Sally that her negative outlook and her opinions about what you're doing and where you're going in life, like really get to you and bring you down, that's not giving her the benefit of the doubt. That's not giving her an opportunity to hear what you have to say, to listen to how that makes you feel and go and make it right. And are those conversations sometimes awkward to have? And sometimes we don't want to have them because of confrontation. Yes, but we are people that are here because we want to grow. You're listening to podcasts because you want to learn and grow as a person. So this is a really good opportunity for you to analyze yourself, see if you can communicate better with your Aunt Sally, and then hopefully forge a better relationship with her in the future. If you go through this process, if after some time you go through, I think I feel I need, and they don't listen, that's when you start to set the boundaries. That's when you don't go have breakfast with your Aunt Sally, or when you're at a holiday event with her, you 
really minimize the conversation or you think about other things to bring up when she asks you how you're doing. You can keep things surface level. It doesn't mean that you have to completely, you know, be disowned from your family because you're pissing everybody off because, you know, you're just going on this rampage of finding a new circle. This doesn't have to happen this way. But there is an approach and a way that you can still show up at these family events, still be around the people that you want to be around, but manage your Aunt Sally. Manage that person that makes you feel a certain way and you know isn't who you want in your tribe. Okay, I had to do this with a friend, a really good friend that I had for a long time. And we went through a lot together and it was so hard and so challenging. But you know what? Like this friendship was so one-sided and I didn't want to see it. And I would always give and give and give. And I was always met with such negativity. And I am the eternal optimist. I am always looking at the bright side of things. I'm not always happy, but I don't get depressed because I can see my way through a situation. And there was a really big difference. And and I would share that with this friend. I would even walk away from some conversations that we'd be having with maybe a group of us because it just turned so negative and just made me feel horrible inside because there was just no need for it. Life doesn't have to be that dramatic or negative. And it was a really challenging thing. I went through this process where I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they don't realize that they operate like this. Um, maybe I can help share some things that would be beneficial to like actually receive better in my friendship. Maybe I need to communicate better. And ultimately, after going through that process, I lost a friendship because of it. But as I've intentionally gathered more people in, I've realized that that was a one-sided friendship. That person got a lot out of me. And I, at the time, felt like I was getting something. But really, when I needed to take my life to the next level, when I needed to pull myself out of a funk and realizing that that funk had gone on for way, way too long than it really needed to... That's when I realized like, oh, like why? Like why am I continuously being drugged down here? Oh, it's because of this conversation because I actually never talk about like the positive outcomes or or what could happen if I do this or what if I change my thinking or what if I show up as a better person. The conversation always turns to a negative side and and so it was it was time for me to go. And I've also had to set boundaries with certain family members. And that's even hard for me to say. That's hard for me to even share that with you guys. But ultimately, knowing where I want to go, knowing the path that I want to get on, I had to do it. I had to set boundaries in my life with different people because I knew that certain relationships and people were holding me back from where I wanted to go. And I knew that there were other people out there like me that were looking for a similar tribe as well, and I just needed to go find them. And so that's what I did. And that's what a lot of other people do that I know. 
You need to surround yourself with those in the same mission as you. And as much as people refuse to believe it, the people that you surround yourself with, they do have an impact and influence on your life and on your choices. We can only just go, yeah, yeah, that's just my crazy aunt or yeah, yeah, that's just how that friend is for so long. You cannot change the people around you, but you can change the people that you choose to be around. You are a product of your environment. Surround yourself with the people that reflect how you want to feel, who you want to be, where you want to be, and what you want to be. Energy is transferable. You may not remember this from science classes in school, but energy is transferable, right? Like a really important thing to remember about those science classes is is that it's not just positive energy that is transferable. Negative energy is transferable as well. And as entrepreneurs, as female leaders, like we run in very small packs, right? Sometimes so small that we have doubt. We have that imposter syndrome. And we can only pull ourselves out of our own minds so many times and so quickly. Being an entrepreneur, being a female leader can sometimes be such a lonely, lonely road. And our mindset is a muscle that we do have to exercise daily, right? We know that. And one of the weights that our mind needs to lift is the support of other people. Success breeds success. Finding those people intentionally to bring into your life, to have around you when shit is hitting the fan, when you're having one of those moments in life and in business that can help lift you up, that can help bring you out of it, right? Coming from a family that it's it's rare that there's an entrepreneur, sometimes it's hard for my family to really see things from my perspective or understand what it's like in the entrepreneurial space or the business owner space, right? And so you really want to make sure that you do have that type of people that get what you're doing, that understand the path that you're on, because they're so, so important. My family plays a really important role in my life. They may not understand what I do or how I do it or the path that I choose to get there, but they believe in me, right? But it's also very important that I have this other group of people that are the business owners, that are the leaders, that are the people forging ahead because you need that relatability. You need those people to be able to see things from that different perspective because it's so key and so, so important. So how do we intentionally go about finding the right people to spend time with? It's important to know that it's a journey. It's not going to happen overnight. I am continuously working on finding amazing people to surround myself with. So how do we do it? How do we find more amazing people? One way that I have is by use of social media. Social media has um, a lot of negative things that are definitely, that's kind of the trending topic right now is like the impacts of social media and all of these horrible things that, you know, can come from it and and the narcissism that people are developing and young kids and and all of these things that social media gets a bad rap. But there's also a really great tool here when looking to connect with people. I have connected with so many people out of this area, all over the world, by way of social media, by way of different platforms where I've been able to connect with other incredible like-minded women and using platforms like Zoom or Facebook video chat to meet and have face-to-face meetings. It's really incredible. So one thing that I do 
is I start to read the comments. It's really easy just to kind of scroll through and see what people post. But when you want to be intentional, you start to have to kind of look through a different lens. So I'll find a picture that my friend posts and I'll click on the comments and read who's saying what about that photo. And you're going to get a mixed bag of things. You're going to get the people that make a joke and, um, you know, have have a bit more of like that negative comedy to them that they think is just really funny and cool. Um, But then you'll find people that just will go make a comment just to make a comment because they know that it would make that person feel better. And those are the types of people that I want to meet that I want to associate with. So I will look through the comments. I will read them. I will see what people say. And then I'll start to kind of check that person out, see who they are, what they're involved in, and see if I would resonate with them. And if so, send them a message. Hey, I saw that you made a comment on this person's post and I just, I really loved what you had to say. I was looking at your profile. You seem like you're somebody that I should get to know and and I'd love to get to know you. I also ask my social circles. So I will ask people, who should I know? And then I set up meetings with these people or get togethers like coffees and lunches. I want to connect with people face to face. And again, this is like an intentional approach to finding my tribe, right? Like it is so, my tribe is so important to me and on my mission. I could not do what I do with She Leads Me solo. I couldn't do what I was doing as a CEO of a startup company solo. Like I need that support system. We all do. If you don't have it, you'll reach burnout. You won't be able to reach your your full potential and you'll just be kind of like left in this like black abyss of loneliness. And we are meant for human interaction. Like we crave that. We love that social things, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. When you have connections that you are wired and built for, it feels really good. You love having your people. And so this is, again, just a super intentional way to set it up. And these people aren't just going to appear out of nowhere, right? And that's something that like just really gets me going is when people listen to the things that I have to say and be like, God, that's so much work. Like, it is going to be work. Like, finding your tribe of people, they're not going to just show up and be like, hi, we're here for you. Like, we're your people. Like, you have to go out there and do it. Like... And if you don't, then get used to hearing Aunt Sally spew her judgmental garbage all over your life. And nobody wants to hear you complain about it then. At some point when you know this information, when you take in an episode like this of a podcast, you can no longer ignore it, right? Like if you no longer have the naive card, if you are somebody that then chooses to hear information and not act on it, your life isn't going to change. Your tribe isn't going to change. You're not going to be able to reach the full potential that you can. And it's really sad when people choose that. You need to be intentional, go to charity events, go to local events, go to networking groups like our She Leads Me Connection groups. You have to seek these people out. They're rarely going to come knocking on your door. And with that, I'm going to leave you with this quote from Joel Osteen. You need to associate with people that inspire you, people that challenge you to rise higher, people that make you better. Don't waste your valuable time with people that aren't 
adding to your growth. Your destiny is too important. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She Leads Me podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share with your fellow female leaders and consider leaving us a five-star review. Also be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram to get the latest information in the She Leads Me community. See you next time.